America. We are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Rudy Giuliani. Hello, America. You're listening to the Rudy Giuliani Show. I appreciate very much that you're uh, tuning in. Uh, we've got a we've got a really exceptional show today. It's got a question. Adams, does the emperor have no clothes? I'm going to tell you two facts, okay? They come from something I helped invent and I publicized so that Democrats couldn't return this city to a city of crime. And so you would find out about it and hold them accountable, except our crooked press doesn't hold them accountable. How long is the honeymoon going to last? How many more murders? How many more kids? How about car theft? Up 80%. How about larceny? Up 70%. Right now, he's a worse mayor than de Blasio. Crime is up 45% since loser de Blasio left. Could you believe that? We've been doing better under de Blasio than him. Maybe this is the reason why. Listen to cut one and listen to this pathetic excuse maker who fooled us. He didn't fool me. He fooled you, brainwashed Democrats. Listen to a perfect example of lack of leadership and lack of taking responsibility. Cut one, Mayor Adams. I am disappointed in the deployment of transit police personnel. I've shared this before. All of you who take the train, you know you walk downstairs and you see five transit officers standing at the booth looking at their phones. You just can't continue to do that. We are going to start taking very aggressive actions to make sure police are patrolling our subway system and not patrolling their iPhones. And so you are going to see a visible difference in policing in the next couple of weeks to get those officers who are not doing their job to join those officers who are doing their job. And if you see it, send me a picture. Let me know. Because I go to that, that district the next day and see exactly what's happening. Send me a shot. New Yorkers, you see that? Send me a photo and I will be at that station. So here's where we're headed. The most crime in America and uh, policing cell phones. What is he, out of his mind? First of all, he's disappointed in the deployment. He's been mayor for three months. Who does the deployment, idiot? You! Stop lying! And New York press care about the people of New York. They're the victims of this con man. Can you imagine, beginning with, I'm disappointed in what I did? He doesn't say I did it. I'm accountable. I'm going to change it. I had on my desk from day one, I'm responsible. Crime is up 45% under Mayor Conman. More than de Blasio. Uh, 45% increase in crime is catastrophic. How about the subways that he says are safe? 
They're up over 60%. And he's going to police cell phones? He wants to get involved personally? Why don't you change deployment, idiot? What, don't you know anything about policing? Of course you don't. I'm still trying to find out an arrest you made when you were a cop. What kind of a cop were you? You were a whiner, a complainer, a phony, and a guy who caused trouble and testified against stop, question, and frisk, which is the reason so many people died when we stopped it. And you can't get bail reform change because you don't have the guts to stand up to Hochul and those two phonies in Albany. We need a mayor, a leader, not, I'm disappointed in the deployment. Maybe if you didn't go to nightclubs and places and prance around in your expensive suits all the time, and you took a look at deployment, you know how many times I personally changed deployment? Because I knew how to do it. You don't know what the hell you're doing. And people are dying, getting robbed, getting assaulted on the subways. This isn't a joke. And he still has a honeymoon? Every newspaper should have a headline, Mayor Failure. Mayor Con Man. When are we going to see results, Adams? Results. I don't give a damn what you say. I give a damn what you do. And what you're doing is you are a failure. And you're blaming it on the cops? And you want to get them to work for you? What general ever blamed it on his army? And what army ever performed for a general who blamed it on him? Do you realize what a terrible mayor we have? Of course you don't. Because the press lies to you. We have on today the head of the New York City Detectives Endowment Association, Detective Paul DiGiacomo. He's responsible for his people. He'll be on very, very shortly. But you have got, you've got to look beyond our propaganda newspapers. It is pathetic, pathetic how they don't serve you. It's pathetic, the Daily News, New York's newspaper, garbage, the woke newspaper, the Democrat Party newspaper, the newspaper that lies half the time. About half of what they write about me are total, straight-out lies. And you are the victims. I can take it. I don't give a damn. I don't even read the damn thing, except when I am presented lies by my comrades and friends. The mayor of New York City right now, today, as of today, is a massive failure. Simple truth, New York has more crime under him than de Blasio. Did you ever think that was possible? You have to work at having more crime than de Blasio, and he is. And that statement he just made will increase crime. What cop is gonna put his, his, his uh, uh, career on the line, except the true heroes, with a mayor like that, who's going to look at their cell phones. Look at their cell phones 
and you didn't care about deployment for three months, and you're blaming it on who? Who's in charge of the police department? You want to put me in charge for three months? You want to see crime come down in a week? One week, Adams. You do not know what you're doing. I am probably one of the biggest experts on crime reduction in America. No mayor in the history of this country ever reduced crime 65%. And my police commissioners helped. But I had three of them, not one. And I did it with all three of them, each one more than the other. So when Bratton tells you he did it, he would never have done it without me. And half the ideas I had 10 years before I ever met him. So I'm tired of this for one reason, because my people are suffering. The people I gave my heart and soul to, to try to save their lives, and particularly black people. When he is not doing his job, 70 to 80% of the victims are blacks. And he's, he's complaining about Black Lives Matter, not caring about black lives, while he goes to parties and doesn't do redeployments for three months and wants to go. Did he ever think the cops used those cell phones for law enforcement purposes? No, he didn't, because he was never a cop. He was a phony. Now we have with us Detective Paul DiGiacomo, who is the head, the president of the New York City DEA, Detectives Endowment Association. Detective DiGiacomo, welcome to the show. How are you? Really good to, good to speak to you. How are you? I'm pretty angry. Uh, what's this guy all about? What, what is this? Uh, he's going he's to monitor cell phones, and we've got an 80% increase in auto theft, 70% increase in theft, 45% increase in, in crime. Oh, he, this is worse than de Blasio right now. Well, you know, the, the department cell phones are, are a lifeline. Uh, for police officers and detectives, and it's uh, it's as important as the department radio. You know, our mayor should be asking the public to, for photos of people committing crimes and to help detectives make the arrests, not for photos <laughs> of cops on their phone while they're answering numerous alerts, wanted persons, missing persons, crimes in progress. Uh, the phones are used as, as a device to, to, uh, to stop crime and to intervene in crime. And uh, we should be praising our police now when we're making more arrests now than ever before. More guns are taken off the streets now than ever before. And it's because of the, the hard work of the men and women of the NYPD. Now, if they're redeployed incorrectly, as he says, who's responsible for that? Well, it would be the, the, uh, the police department. The, the, and who runs the, the police department? The police commission. But who runs it? Who's in charge of it? Well, the mayor. Yeah, you're damn right he is. I was. A couple of police commissioners didn't like it. They hated it. But we got crime down more than any mayor ever, anywhere. He's responsible for it. We're we're doing our job. We're taking the guns off. You're damn right are doing your job. Yeah, the criminal justice system is not working. It's broke, and it's a revolving door. And until that's fixed, uh, people are going to continue to die and continue to get shot. Hey, you know, and the NYP, Paul, the NYPD Paul, provided these phones. It's going to continue to happen until he becomes a mayor. A man. Take responsibility. If the redeployment screwed up, I'm sorry. I didn't do the deployment correctly. I'm going to change it. That's what a, 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 a mayor does, a leader. 
how, do, how, how do your detectives and cops, how do they get the morale to work for a man who blames things on them? Well, you know, it's very difficult. And even with all the obstacles that are going on right now, you know, we're still making the arrests. Uh, and I know you are. The guns that are taken off the street are amazing. But the, the funny part about this is that, uh, you know, there needs to be consequences. There needs to be a criminal justice system where there's a mandatory minimum if you're caught with an illegal firearm. That in itself will cut down on the violence in New York City. So t- tell me what he's done about that. Well, that's something that needs to be done. I mean, again, the police are doing their job. Uh, the criminal ju- justice system uh, is not doing theirs. Well, uh, when are we going to do it? Know, uh, when? You know, that's, Next year? That's, year uh, after? Year after that? Well, I, I, I called on the governor uh, to appoint the special prosecutor for gun violence. Did uh, she? That's something that should be looked at and something that should be done. We have a special prosecutor for narcotics. That's what got the narcotics and crack under control back in the uh, late 80s and early 90s. Now the guns are out of control. We need a special prosecutor to prosecute people carrying and using illegal firearms, period. Well, period well, what about her changing the bail law? There's no, that's going to be no effect whatsoever because judges still don't have full discretion on dangerousness. Well, how about and, giving them uh, full discretion? Well, even that, because you still have the discovery laws that are backing up the court systems. Uh, why why don't you change that? That should be changed. All of it needs to be changed to get things in the. So why doesn't he have a? a, Why doesn't he have an omnibus program to lower crime? I'm sorry. Why doesn't he have an omnibus program? I could write it out right now on the radio to reduce crime. An omnibus program to reduce crime, like you go to the governor and say, "Governor, this is what I want. I don't get it. I don't support you, and you don't get reelected, sweetheart." Because I'm at 68%, you're below 50, and if I campaign against you, you're gone. So you're going to get every one of these things done in a month. Or I'm going out there and I'm campaigning against you. That's what a leader does, Paul. Yeah. Well, this uh, this governor's race is going to be dependent on, on the crime. That's what's going to make or break this race. And uh, unfortunately, we haven't seen the worst of it yet. And uh, until our politicians in Albany and in the city council uh, wake up, and start caring about the victims and not the criminals, uh, we're, we're going to be in a lot of trouble. Can I uh, disagree one, one little bit? Sure. Until our mayor wakes up, they won't. Until he grows a pair of cojones, ain't going to happen. It, it wouldn't have happened uh, by magic with me. You think a Democratic legislator would have cha- changed the laws so I could have reduced crime by 65% if I didn't go break there, you know what? Yeah. If yeah, I weren't a, a Reagan or, 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 or... I remember those crazy days, 2000. Yeah, but nothing, nothing was going to stand in the way of my saving my people. Not some democratic politicians. Well, Paul, thank you. And thank you for taking care of your people. And every time I see them, you know what I tell them? I'm praying for you. I'm praying for you. I feel so sorry for you because you've got the toughest job in America right now. Absolutely. God bless them. Absolutely. And God bless you. Well, and keep them safe, I please. I appreciate the press. Thank you. Please, keep them safe. The, those people he represents are the difference between this city surviving and this city going down. Right now, as of this minute, it's going down fast. I don't know if you appreciate what a 45% increase in crime is in three months. Under a law and order con man mayor. It may be worse than a guy that at least you knew 
He was on the side of the criminals and against the police. This guy lies to you. He lies to you. I'm going to do a plain clothes uh, gun group. And he puts them in uniform. That's a con man. Not a mayor. Not a leader. Well, thank you, Paul. God bless you. I mean, thank you for your well, This guy's got a tough job. When we come back, we're going to take off the rest of his clothes and find out ain't much there, very little. We'll be back. Rudy Giuliani. The Rudy Giuliani Show. Rudy Giuliani, back with you on the Rudy Giuliani Show. And let's let's see what the hell he's doing about his tax returns. I think that's cut two. When people approach you as though you're violating a requirement, no, conflict of interest board stated, if you want to be mayor of the city of New York, here's what you are required to reveal to the public. And every year I comply with that. Liar. He told us he was going to reveal his tax returns. Now, that's voluntary. Except everybody did it. I think even uh, Dinkins did, even though he didn't, he failed to, in the past, file his tax returns for five or four years. I know Koch did it every year for eight years, and I did it for, no, for 12, 12 years? 12 years. And I did it for eight years. And Bloomberg did it, even though it was extraordinarily complex, like Trump's. He's not revealing, what he just told you is lying politician double talk, because the conflict of interest board doesn't have the guts to require that the mayor reveal his tax returns. But every mayor has done it, except con man mayor. Let's see your tax returns, Adams. How about that homeless guy that gave you big contributions? Revealed by the Post. Stealing millions. Stealing millions. And you helped him get a site in your district that turned out to be a freaking disaster. They were giving them rotten food. The neighborhood didn't want it. It stunk. And the guy had his entire family on the payroll, and he you were warned by the state not to use him. But you got a lot of money out of him, Adams. How many more of those are there, huh? How many more of them are there, Brooklyn Democrat politician? Also, I forgot to ask Paul a question. Do you remember any arrest, officer or whatever the hell he was, Adams ever made. I was mayor when he was a cop. I never remember giving him a medal. I never remember saving any lives. I never remember saving another cop. I do remember him making false charges of racism against the New York City Police Department. I got to imagine Bloomberg and Kelly remember him testifying against stop, question, and frisk, which, by the way, was declared unconstitutional eight years after I was office. And the other day, he blamed it on me. My stop, question, and frisk was upheld, con man mayor. 
by the United States Justice Department under Janet Reno and Holder. Why don't you go look at it? Maybe you could use it. It's constitutional. Yeah, constitutional decided by you know, guys like you. But you don't use it, right? And you were going to do my anti-crime uh, 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 unit. Except you ruined it. You put them in, you, 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 you put them in uniform. That's a joke. It shows you were never a cop. And you can't do a deployment plan? Why? Because you were never really a cop. You were an opportunist. You even supported me. Hmm? You even said I did a much better job than Dinkins in reducing crime. That was back then. What happened to that? That's when it was actually happening. Not, not 20 years later when you can make it up. Well, we'll be back. We got a lot more to talk about. And then we got to get to your calls. We'll be back very shortly. The Rudy Giuliani Show. Welcome back. You're listening to the Rudy Giuliani Show. And don't forget, I'll bring you my final thoughts at the end of the show, so keep it right here. I'm going to take your phone calls in very shortly, 1-800-848-9222. I'm Rudy Giuliani. With common sense, we'll uncover the truth and get to a solution. So, before we get to the calls, I want you to listen to probably the best short summary of the entire Twitter situation from a man who is extraordinarily intelligent as well as very humorous, Senator John Kennedy from uh, Louisiana. Number 13. Experience shows that the woker executives who run Twitter, they don't respect any opinion but their own, and they censor all others. They're also not normal Americans. They believe, for example, that, that kids should be able to change Uh, their gender at recess. They believe that cops are more of a problem than criminals. Uh, They believe that government employees in Florida have a constitutional right to talk to five-year-olds about sexuality. Now, again, that's all okay. This is American. You can believe what you want. But they can't and shouldn't censor those on Twitter who disagree with them. Musk is going to change that. And they are crying, lying, and twittering. But a different kind of twittering, like when you handshake and you sweat. You know something? They're not good Americans. Good Americans have deep respect for freedom of speech. Abraham Lincoln told us the best Americans are the ones who respect our constitutional values. Like to respect other people's religions or lack of religion, to respect their right to disagree with you, to respect their right to have due process. That's what it means to be an American. We're a country that's woven together by a set of common, basic humanitarian values. Every single thing uh, Senator Kennedy told you, explained to you, 
that they disagree with those values and would much prefer a communist-type country. No exaggeration. That's where they're heading it. Express train to Marxism, and we're pretty close to getting there under this completely demented president that we have and the people who are running things for him. So let's go to David from Tennessee. David? I guess we lost David, so we'll come right back here to Tony. Mr. Mayor, how are you? I'm good, Tony. How are you? Okay. Listen, before I make my point, let me tell you, slow down. We need you. ABC needs you. Manhattan and New York and America need you. And what you're saying today, just now, remind me, the night that the Pizzacanos invited me to the pizza, 117th Street and 1st Avenue, 93. I'm a blind person, blind athlete in the world. I'm a world champion. I was. Let me tell you, that night, it was the best night. I asked you, Mr. Mayor. I, live, I came from Puerto Rico in 1960. This is my place. Please, what are you going to do? Tony, don't ask me. You're going to see the results very soon. It doesn't take that long, right? And this is exactly the words you were there, how people approach you, all the energy you had that day. I mean, we're talking about 1993, and you keep talking like you was a kid now. God bless you, and you know something? We might not have you in 20 years or 30, but we're going to have your son. He's stepping and he's gonna use the shoes that you used before. He's that got he's go. got he's got everything and he's better than me. And I have to tell you, Tony, thank you. I worked as hard as I could. I have nothing to be regretful about. I mean there are a few things I would change. But when I see a mayor like this, it turns my stomach. It turns my okay, I know the job. And I know it doesn't begin three months after you're mayor. And I know it doesn't happen at night at parties. It happens at 4 o'clock in the morning when you're doing the deployment. You know, the day I gave my budget presentation, I pretty much had it freaking memorized, which uh, the, even the press was shocked at. That was only a month and a half into office. And I didn't uh, release uh, the most expensive budget in the history of the city, as this con man just did. I mean, our budget... In New York City, with a little over 8 million people, is larger than the budget of the state of Florida that has almost two and a half times more people than we do. And our state budget is one and a half times Florida. Now, you know where that money's going? It's not going to help poor people. If it was going to help poor people, there'd be nobody poor anymore. It's going into the pockets of, oh, Governor Hochul's husband or... Uh, uh, the homeless guy, the, the homeless uh, operator uh, family that took millions that Adams did business with. Uh, when he added money to the budget, it's to give city council members plenty of money to spread around. And go take a look at how much of the money goes to their families. And Adams, show us your tax returns. Come on. Where's uh, Letitia James suing him for? They sued Trump. 
what? He's a Democrat? He doesn't get sued? Why don't you go after his tax returns, James? You're a Democrat. He's a Democrat. What does that matter? It matters a lot because we have a double standard here, and that's not America. That's like, well, that's like a communist country. Where are your tax returns, Adams? And uh, what did you do? What did you do about the completely crooked homeless operator that you took money from? Did you can him? Or is he still around? Hmm? Let's go to Don in Staten Island. Rudy. Yeah. Uh, I, Rudy, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Great, Don. Okay, great. All right, Rudy, listen. Um, I think this um, this mayor, I don't want to use names. I'm going to try to avoid uh, calling people names. But I think this mayor may finally be getting uh, the picture and uh, uh, he's also taken a hint from you, you know, because you keep saying, you know, why doesn't he call you? Like, uh, uh, you would love for him to call you, and you could tell him how to fix some things. Well, uh, you probably heard, um, I mean, I heard it a few times already this morning, that he has, uh, the mayor, has called uh, called for his, uh, and I'm not really sure, his, his commanders or his chiefs, or, you know, some of the higher-up people, he has called upon them to bring him ideas on fighting what? crime. Now? Yeah. Yeah. So, he should have done it six months ago. He no, should okay, have those no, ideas. No, he he should have come into office with those ideas. He was a damn cop. Let me what get kind of idea. cop was he if he needs the commanders to come in and tell him? I didn't need commanders to come in and tell me. I told the commanders. Listen to my idea, please. Are you, are you okay, listening? Okay, yeah, but yeah, don't, don't give me this defense of this phony. No, no, listen. Defense? Six? No, 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 no. Will you, will you agree with me this city has more crime than under de Blasio? Absolutely, Rudy. I'm totally on your side. So, te- so tell, me, tell, me, tell me what con man should do. What con? Well, just listen to my I know. Idea. You don't want to call them names, but... Nobody else is calling them out, and our people are dying. So you've got to have the guts to stand up to them. And if there's one guy who's got the record to stand up to him, it's me. I reduce crime more than any mayor in the history of the city or America. He's increased crime. So if anybody can criticize him, I can. Okay, Rudy, what I'm saying is what I'm suggesting is through all of your contacts, and I'm sure you still have plenty connected with the police force, both uh, active and uh, retired. But what I'm saying is get some of these commanders into, uh, into a meeting with you and lay out one of your wonderful ideas that I'm sure will work, but let them go to the mayor and sell it as their own. And then after it works, then they'll come out and say, I got... I haven't met a retired cop that has any respect for him. Or that would go talk to him. They think he was a ridiculous cop. They thought all throughout the campaign he was lying his backside off. And now they see three months into office and he's calling commanders in?
I don't know. You, you think MacArthur, you know, three months into the war, called in the commanders? Or do you think MacArthur knew what to do? He got advice from the commanders, but he basically instructed them. How about he doesn't know what he's doing and he's a liar? Now, I'll, I'll, I'll be happy. I lay it out every day. All he's got to do is have somebody listening to the show. Go and prove Comstat. Hmm? Go to Hochul and twist her arm. Use your political leverage to change bail. Don't endorse her. Stand up and give a press conference and say, unless bail is changed completely in six weeks, I'm going to drop my support for her. I'm going to drop my support for the majority leader. I'm going to drop my support for the speaker. And I am going to spend the next six months campaigning against them. That'll work. Because all they care about is power. And Hochul wants to save the money to shove to her husband, who owns the concessions at the stadium she's spending $4 billion on. Hochul's probably more interested in that dough than she is helping you. I know them, my friend. I used to put them in jail. Don't, don't, don't get naive. I would try to get some commanders that would do that, but they would tell me it's a waste of time. You haven't figured out. Look, I actually tried to convince them to give them a chance. They told me I was a jackass, that I had no idea what a you know, ridiculously silly copy was. He doesn't know a damn thing about law enforcement. When he tells me that the transit police are not deployed correctly after being in office for three months and doesn't add to it, that's my responsibility, I know what I'm dealing with. The problem is the press covers up for him. I didn't get a honeymoon. I didn't want one. This is a three-month honeymoon. You know how many victims during that three-month honeymoon? There's nobody in the press that would ever have believed that this city would have more crime under anybody than de Blasio. Well, we now found somebody that's increased the crime, and they're not coming down on him. No headlines about what a failure he is. No headlines about how stupid putting a plainclothes unit in uniform is. Uh, you, don't, you don't pressure a guy like this by the press. You're not going anywhere. And all he cares about are Democrat politicians. I mean, any mayor who cared about this city would be driving Hochul crazy. Nuts to change it. I would have driven Cuomo crazy. I would have driven Pataki crazy. Everybody knows that. That's why I got crime down more than any other mayor, because I had the guts to stand up for my people, not the Republican Party. It comes second, third, fourth, fifth, somewhere. And by the way, right now, you vote for a Democrat, you're voting for more crime. You're voting for more open borders. You're voting for a decreased military. And you're voting for everything Senator Kennedy just told you about, five-year-olds being indoctrinated and confused about their sexuality. They should go to jail for child abuse. So now let's go to, um, let's go to, I don't know if it's Ellie or Eli in Mineola. Mayor Giuliani, it's um, Ellie. Hi, Ellie. How are you? I'm doing great. I just have a quick question. It's kind of a legal type question. You're the expert. 
Uh, could you tell me if General Michael Flynn would be legally eligible to be a running mate with President Trump? And do you think this would be a good choice? Well, number one, I, I have great respect for General Flynn. I worked with General Flynn for a year before any of that happened on the Trump campaign, uh, helped prepare Donald Trump for debates with him, and uh, saw what he went through, which is something that never, ever should have happened in America. It indicated to me that our FBI had become thoroughly corrupt. Uh, do, do I, I, think he'd be a, I think he'd be somebody that should be on the list. I, I can't choose a vice president right now any more than Donald Trump can, nor would Donald Trump necessarily listen to my choice. I think he'd give it a little respect, but, but if you're telling me, do I think he's qualified? You're damn right he is. Is there anything uh, illegal? I don't think so. He was completely pardoned. Uh, so there's nothing holding him back from being selected. No, you know, you know the interesting thing, and we, I was, I, I was talking. Uh, <laughs> believe it or not, I was talking about it at uh, Donald Trump's golf course. But before he got there, so he never heard the conversation. Uh, suppose he picked DeSantis, right, as his VP. <laughs> That'd be a pretty good choice, don't you think? Yeah, but oh man, I know I you like Flynn better, but you wouldn't be unhappy with DeSantis. That might not be legal. That might not be legal because they're in the same state. So Trump would have to move to New Jersey. <laughs> if he wanted to pick DeSantis or, or Pam Bondi, let's say. I'm, I'm picking oh, for, for, yeah. Floridians for a minute. But General yeah. Flynn, I, I, unless there's something I don't know, I don't see any legal barrier. And do I think he's one of the four, five, six people you should look at? You're damn right I do. I think the man is an American hero. We're going to be back uh, with the mayor's final thoughts, and maybe we'll get a call or two more, and they've been really good today. And uh, you come back for the final thoughts. They're going to be, I think they're going to surprise you. The Rudy Giuliani Show. And now it's time for the Tunnel to Towers Foundation, Mayor's Final Thoughts. This is Rudy Giuliani back again with the mayor's final thoughts brought to you by Tunnel to Towers, T2T.org, T, the number two, T, dot, the number two, T.org, and donate your $12, $11, donate $12 just for the hell of it. Just today, donate $12 per month to Tunnel to Towers to help our real heroes our police officers, our military people who die in the line of duty and the ones who get catastrophically injured and need the special kinds of homes that Tunnel to Towers builds for them. Please do that. They're under such assault. Listen to Adams. You know, he wants to go after their cell phones. What? Maybe those are cell phones that are used for work. What? They call their wife once on the phone? What, are they different than anybody else? And by the way, if you want to go after cell phones, why don't you do it after you get crying? Hmm? Then we can go after cell phones, okay? I make a deal with you, Adams. You get crime down 30%, 40%, then we can look at cell phones, okay? Until then, you're a con man. And I'm not going to stop calling you that. And uh, whether the liberal press wants to acknowledge it or not, I know more about reducing crime than anybody in the country. I did it more than anybody else in the country, more successfully in the city they thought it could never be done in. I've also done it in a number of other places, but that's a different story. 
I know real people, and I know phonies. Wow. This one's easy, except for our crooked press. They may actually be worse than anything else because they help get you brainwashed so you vote for Democrats when you got to throw them out of office so they fix themselves. I don't say we should destroy the Democrat Party, and these are my final thoughts. Never thought you should destroy the Democratic Party. I think we need two parties, but we need two parties that disagree with each other but agree on the basic Lincoln-defined values of America. Free speech. The White House is the most anti-free speech White House we've ever had since maybe, maybe John Adams and the Alien and Sedition Laws. White House to crack down on freedom of speech on, to, on the Internet. They're setting up an office to go after things they disagree with. That's got to be unconstitutional. What happened to our First Amendment? The Biden administration is an avowed enemy of the First and the Second Amendment. The First Amendment is freedom of religion. That's about gone. The other is freedom of speech. That's also gone. And now they want to do a White House office to go after it just in case Musk brings back a little freedom of speech. Second Amendment, guns, to protect yourself at a time in which they're reducing cobs or demoralizing them, they're against that. So we're going to go through amendments and see how many they're against because they are leading us, please, just to have an open mind. They're leading us to communism. The guy calling the shots here is the guy with the money, Soros. This is his dream, one world. American nationalism is destructive, homicidal. You shouldn't be proud of your country. We're an awful country, according to Soros. According to Biden, we're systemically racist. Why shouldn't we be changed? And they want a world government where there's equity. Everybody has the same amount of money. Well, except the crook, Biden, who took $31 million, uh, from China. Documented, proved. Every single document there covered up by the crooked press. Uh, you elected him under false pretenses. You elected him not knowing how much money he and his son took from our enemies and how much proof there is that he got half of that money. So, please, we got an election coming up in 22. Show us your common sense. Show us you can't be brainwashed. Show us that the New York Times has become anything but an American newspaper. It's tragic what has happened in this country. It, it could make you cry to see how our freedoms have been deliberately taken away from us. But today's action by the White House to set up this office, to look at articles they disagree with and crack down on them as disinformation. I mean... Hunter Biden's hard drive was disinformation uh, a year ago. It turns out to be true, and the disinformation was what the Biden people were saying about it. Don't you get it? This is Rudy Giuliani. We'll be back tomorrow. I want you to say a prayer to God to help us, and then I want you to thank him for allowing us to be in America. 
God bless you, and I'll see you tomorrow.